Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. This is James and Terry Kraft coming to you from sunny Southern California. Are you looking for an opportunity to join the discussion with two people who have traveled the real and vulnerable road of marriage recovery, ministry, family life, and leadership? Well, our hope is for you to journey with us through each episode to a discovery of what it means to live a faith-filled life in an honest, authentic, and unhindered way. So we encourage you to set aside life's distractions and stresses and get comfortable with us as we discuss Life Unplugged. Hello, everyone. This is James and Terry Kraft here at the Life Unplugged podcast. And man, we're excited about being back with everybody. And here we're going to be talking about some, I think, very practical issue today. Um, You know, as I've been watching a lot of the news, I've had to cut back my news intake Mm -hmm. um, because it is like chaos out there. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least it's what's being proposed, right, for us to see and what we believe and so it, it can be easy uh, for anybody to kind of get into a place of seeing everything as a catastrophe. You know, it is like the end of the world is coming. It reminds me of the REM song, right? End of the world <laughs> as we know it. Uh, so, but it's kind of at this place where you can feel yourself after seeing what's going on in other countries, economy, the gas pump and this and that, you can start to feel your anxiety start to rise up some and feel almost a little out of control uh, with all that's going on around you. And so that's why, you know, the, the title of this podcast is Help Me, I'm, I'm Catastrophizing Everything. Well, I think that a lot of times everybody can come to that place yeah. of feeling like it's a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what we're going to just kind of wrestle through today with everyone because I think this is a very practical where everybody can be um, impacted by this, but how we respond out of this is going to be critical because we can't stay in that place of catastrophe. We have to move into a place of health. And so we want to kind of help everyone who's listening today kind of navigate that. Yeah, for sure. Well, and why are we helping people navigate that? Because we first have experienced it ourselves. 100%. (laughs) So we're um, we're not talking about anything that we aren't really desperately trying to put into practice ourselves. But I, I, as, as James was saying, it's like, wow, this, this is really, I mean, more than any other uh, season, it's just, everything is just so heightened and it, and it's really meant to be that way sort of in the world around us that, you know, that, that helps perpetuate, um, you know, the, the, the dollar, you know, it's, it's like, we'll, we'll make this sound really horrible. So you go buy this or, or this is super bad. So, you know, you'll react in this way. Oh yeah. Remember, you remember when the, 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 um, when COVID start first started and all of a sudden it came on the news and what was it like at Costco? We went to Costco one time. We're like, what the heck is going on? Yes. And all the toilet paper, I, I don't know what the deal was on that, but toilet paper and paper towels were gone. Is everybody was like, we got to hoard this thing because we're not going to have enough toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for but, sure. But it was crisis mode that people yeah. went into because of what they were hearing around them. Yeah, absolutely. And when we catastrophize things, you know, what happens is, is we, we, we bump ourselves out of really normalizing some of the things that are happening around us. And so, like you said, it's like anxiety comes. And I know in our house, you know, that's something that 
you know, just being candid, you know, anxiety is a thing, right? It's a thing. I've struggled with that. We've got three girls. Um, you know, there's always drama around here. Um, we, 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 you know, two of them are, are off. Um, one of them's, you know, married and, and gone out of the home and one is in college. So we only, we only have our youngest with us on a full time basis now, but, but as we've navigated life, wow, there'd be times we're thinking what, just happened. You know, a bomb just went off. But what that does is it tends to just really um, snap us out of the ability to connect, to be together, uh, to sort of integrate, okay, good and bad. We're going to make it. We're going to be okay. Um, and balance. And so when we can't do that, it affects our relationships. And obviously here at Life Unplugged, um, our big heart and mission is going to be, you know, providing opportunities for individuals and couples to grow and, and, you know, get in transform transformational environments. So our heart is going to be like, how does catastrophizing things, you know, kind of snap you out of healthy relationship. Yeah. And it does it pretty quickly. It sure does. You know, it's interesting, Terry, when we go into the catastrophic mind thinking, uh, is that right? The way you said that? (laughs) We're going to make up words. Yeah. uh, So, but the way your mind goes, it's like, if you think that it's something negative. I, I have many times, and I've talked to many people, when something is done, they start to have these um, horrific conversations in their head that never takes place in reality. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. So, and, I, and I've heard statistics. You can have, you can think about 800 words a minute, uh, seven to 800 words a minute in your head, but you can only speak 300. Um, so can you imagine the self-talk that's taking place in your mind? And so you have these conversations with another person that never took place, but then you come to a conclusion regarding that person because of that conversation you had in your head. That is part of your catastrophizing something where it becomes a, a, an atomic bomb when it might've been a little firecracker where you just had to put out the fuse and then address the relationship and have a great connection with somebody. Right. And so, but we really fall into that trap many times. Of course. And, you know, we we work with a lot of individuals and couples where, you know, there are some significant traumas and crises that are occurring. So we're not minimizing that in any way, shape, or form. We know that there's people that are going through very difficult seasons and times. And of course, you hunker down and you, you, you know, you face that eyes wide open knowing that it is difficult. But we also have to be able to balance on a daily basis. What does it look like? And so I know there, there's probably people listening here and, and you're going, yeah, I felt that way too. Where all of a sudden your blood pressure goes up, your body, you're feeling the tenseness in your, in your shoulder, my, my jaws where I carry a lot of that. Um, my, the, the adrenaline goes off. My stomach feels kind of sick. And, you know, it really impacts my well-being. Um, I've had to really learn how to breathe deeply, uh, do a lot of, you know, sort of, okay, stop, you know, give myself permission, give myself permission to say, okay, am I okay? Am I safe? Is what is going through my head real? And, um, you know, we have a few techniques today that we're going to talk about, you know, that, that sort of help us and, and the clients that we work with. Uh, sort of bring things back or give yourself permission to bring things back to somewhat normal, um, which then, you know, sort of de-stresses our body and then we can kind of be at peace. Yeah. Um, So I think that's going to be really important. One of the ways that we do that, and there's this great um, technique called the feeling threat balance, and it's just a technique, therapeutic technique, but we have found it really, really helpful for a lot of people. And one of the ways that we do that is, is you basically, uh, you know, take your situation, whatever it might be, and you just kind of 
back up from it for just a second. I mean, how hard is it to back up sometimes? Well, reality wise, <laughs> if you're limbic in mindset, it's hard, right? Yeah. So you have to give yourself some grace there to back up and be able to come back and address it for what it is. Totally. Because when you're Olympic system or Olympic mindset, it's hard to back up. You want to just fight because that's what that system yeah. is set up for. For so, sure. Yeah, fight, flight, fight or freeze, freeze, you know, fold, or fold. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So, you know, um, so we're just acknowledging that it's not easy sometimes to back up, but, but we're just encouraging everyone listening to try it. Just try, just try backing up, like give yourself permission to back up from it. And then one really great thing, this, this feeling uh, threat balance that's so great is you, you, you take um, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, you know, zero or one being the lowest. And you, you think about how intense are my emotions right now? And you got to kind of sometimes just slow down a bit to, to assess that. Okay. I'm feeling like about an eight right now, maybe even going into nine, like my body's shaking. I'm freaking out. This is, this feels really bad. So you, you assess the feeling or the emotion, yeah. like how am I feeling there? Then you take another few seconds to back up from whatever it is you're dealing with and go, what's the threat level? And if my threat level is a zero or one, then I have to be able to go, okay, my emotion and the threat don't line up. So then what can I do? I can give myself permission to go, it's okay. Yeah. Like I'm actually okay. I'm safe. I'm it's, there's nothing's going to harm me immediately. I can allow my body to come back down take some deep breaths and bring it into normal instead of catastrophizing. Um, I can't tell you how many times I do this sometimes within a, a given day or even a week, you know, I look at something on the news and it's like, <laughs> you know, and right. then I think, whoa, wait a second, wait a second. You know, how am I being popped out of the present yeah. sitting here with my family and I don't even pay attention to them because I'm freaking out. Okay. Let's assess the threat as opposed to what I'm feeling. Yeah, it's good. You know, in our marriage is I, I, we're an Enneagram. I'm an eight. And so I, I can feel deeply and I'm a pretty passionate person. Um, but we're a great combination because typically when everything we talk about, um, I have to work through on a, uh, pretty, sh- uh, extreme level sometimes. And I can tell you, I have, uh, I've had the ability to catastrophize things beyond the reality that it is. And so if I heard something or I saw something or I experienced something, I took it to another level rather than allowing myself to see what that is in reality Mm -hmm. and be able to work through that. I started to go into this mindset. And then typically in my past where I would work through that is through my anger. And so I would come up and I would have a lot of anger that would come out. Now, the sad thing is, is that anger was then, you know, put onto somebody else that I loved. Um, and then there was damage there. Well, now I have to step back and really be aware. There's a, Terry and I, we talk about all the time is, you know, where do you feel it in your body? You know, where I feel it is in my chest. I always feel it in my chest. That's where I start to feel the stress and anxiety, or I start to feel out of control. When I start mm-hmm. to feel that way, I know that I have to do something or it's going to turn into a crisis yeah. because of my own doing. And so I have to step in. So I have to back up and then realize what you're just saying, Terry, is to step back and look at it from a perspective of what it really is. It is not a gigantic, scary, shadowy monster. It's a tiny little mouse that I can deal with, Yeah. you know? So it is really important for you to understand. This is something we have to work through on a daily basis, Um, you know, is we have to always keep ourselves in a place of check there. 
Yeah, if for not, sure. Maybe out of control. For sure. And and um, you know, I think this works in numerous ways, sort of being able to kind of to balance the threat as opposed to the feeling that we're you know, or the emotion that we have. I mean, there's some there's a couple of different ones. Like you just said, um, anger. You know, how much actual damage has the offending person or situation done, you know, to me? And it's like, okay, my emotion's really high, but but all they did was look at me wrong. Okay, so if they just looked at me, could there be more than one possibility there, right? Before right. going into catastrophizing, um, it could even be for anxiety and fear. You know how how uh, potentially harmful or or um, negative is the situation? How likely is harm to come to me? So some of us who've dealt with um, anxiety, even in in at nighttime, can be hard when it's time to go to to bed and you're feeling about you're, you're feeling deeply about all those things, right? You can't right. turn your 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 brain off. <laughs> it's kind of like okay, this would be a great opportunity. Um, about what about you know for guilt and shame? How much um, harm have I caused? You know, is it is can I do that kind of that threat um, balance uh, feeling balance? Um, and for sadness, how serious is the loss that I've suffered? How serious or long lasting is the effect of my failure or my mistake? Those are all like really good examples um, that these come out of like a dialectical, uh, behavioral uh, kind of therapy, uh, you know, skills uh, that uh, sometimes we'll, we'll use. But honestly, simple, this is just simple stuff. You know, just, we got to put it in practice. We got to give ourselves permission to put it that's in right, practice. That's right. That's right. Hey, Terry, so give us some, and I know what uh, I do personally, but what, what are some practical, so someone's listening to this and they're like, yeah, I can relate to that. Um, I can see what you're talking about. So put yourself in the shoes of being faced with this. What is it that you personally do when you're faced or confronted with this challenge of catastrophizing something or not? Yeah. Well, you know, I think that, um, you know, for me, a lot of times it is there, you know, I'll, I'll move into the fear of, uh, for me, it's, you know, I'm afraid I'm a seven. So I'm, you know, I want everything to be, you know, happy and I want to be able to have freedom to do things. And so for, for me, it's really scary when I feel like, oh no, um, you know, something is, is I'm not going to have enough in order to make the decisions to do the things that I really want to be able to do, uh, that, that would be happier connected with our right. family. So, um, let's say it's a financial situation. Uh, we get this gigantic tax bill that's never happened to us or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened. Um, you know, but you know, or something like that, or some unexpected bill comes or unexpected situation in, in financial um, issue. I can tend to freak out. And you know, it's funny because when I sat back and really thought about it, it wasn't about the money for me as a seven. Yeah. It was like, cause I could actually be in a sprinter van with you traveling across oh, yeah, the United States with our, our, you know, uh, surfboards or whatever. And I don't need the, the big expensive stuff for me. What it, it signifies is the ability to, to have time, you know, to be with, to right. do the things. So I, I get freaked out sometimes when those things happen. And so I have to back up and, and realize, okay, wait a second. I'm feeling really emotional about this, Yeah, but I don't even know all the details right now. Or I, I'm going to have to, to engage in some faith here Yeah, because how many times has God come through in the past? 
Yeah. He has come through and come through and come through. So why wouldn't he do it now? Yeah. And then I go through that kind of like, okay, you know, if the threat and the, I mean, Hey, if there's a threat, if the threat is, is equal to the emotion, then that's when I'm like, I call in my support system. Right. I, I, I do the things I need to do. But most of the time it has to do with giving myself permission to bring it from catastrophe down to normal, grab somebody if I need to, right. and just take it one step at a time. That's great. You know, I feel as, and I know we want to make this very practical, uh, mine is a, a fear will, that would drive inside my heart. And typically it comes around performance base. So maybe it's feeling like a failure or feeling rejected. So two big things that I, you know, I've had to work through and I'll, we always say this had to work through no we have to work through at all times right (laughs) and so it's one of those things that when you're confronted when i'm confronted with that i realize i have to be able to get a clear perspective of what i'm looking at and sometimes when i'm in the fog um, you know when we used to live in fresno terry and i used to live in fresno when we first were married and we had this tule fog that was up there that was absolutely insane in the wintertime that you couldn't see where you're driving it was pretty scary you know, you'd have to put your head out the window and look at the dashes on the road and hopefully you didn't run you, into a car. You put your head out the window. I did. I, I, yeah, I had to put my head <laughs> out the window. And so, cold. yeah, so we <laughs> but you had to realize where am I? And you feel like sometimes you're in this fog, mm-hmm. you know, of where you're at. You can't get a, a glimpse or a viewpoint of what reality is, you know, and some of the practical things um, I do myself is a lot of times I have to get outside. A lot of times when I'm trapped in that, it's typically when I'm in my office I'm stuck alone and I'm isolated and mm-hmm. then I feel very alone. Yeah. And so what I do is I love one, I connect with you at all times, but I also have um, a group, a couple guys that I meet with and you know, then we talk about things and I'm honest about it, you know, where I'm at. But I also do is I go outside and for me is a technique called grounding where I go outside and I put my safe, my face, I face it towards the sun because we have a lot of sun here and I put my feet in grass or some kind of earthy feel. And I just stand there. Um, it takes me out of my, no- it brings me back into a play. It kind of shocks my brain a little bit. It's like, Hey, wait, hold on. Think about this. Think about it. One is it's so important for me to do the, to disengage in that false reality. And so I can come back and face my reality. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times what I like to do is I like to fight for this and I, then I fight the wrong way, you know, so I have to fully disengage. Yeah, that's really good. Well, in grounding, there's so many techniques there and, and I love that too. I, I love taking my, my shoes off and, and just, um, you know, well for me, it's, I love the sand at the beach or you, you could do that pretty much on anything, but yeah, just snapping yourself out of sort of this, this sort of false reality, like you said, irrational place, but back down right. to the reality. So, you know, we just, I think more than anything, we just want to encourage our listeners to give yourselves permission uh, to to obviously experience life. Right. But when we do feel like we're catastrophizing, which is like such a funny word, and I used to think, is that even a word? <laughs> <laughs> but in the in the world that we all uh, you know walk in, in in terms of coaching and and counseling, you know that's a pretty common word, but. Um, we just need to give ourselves permission to be like, Hey, there are some things that are pretty, pretty amazingly difficult. And we've navigated some of those ourselves, some tragic things, but there's also some things on a daily basis that just can be brought back to normal You bet, and that we could live in just a little bit more peace than the world is trying to push us. Oh, totally. And Terry, I think that's something that you and I have made. We've had multiple conversations about this. 
our world is trying to press in and push catastrophe into our lives. Mm-hmm. It's driven by fear. And so everything you look on the news and you watch on TV is to stir up something so that you re- you react to it and so that you go and try to fix it or whatever, and or you overthink it and you overreact to it. Well, here's the bottom line. You might need to cut out some of your news infeed, uh, you know, where your news feed coming in because the, what you're allowing yourself to be absorbed um, by, you know, where you're watching, observing and looking at, you might need to cut back on some of the intensity of what you're allowing in. It doesn't mean that you're disengaging from the world. It might be disengaging from some of the messages that you don't need to be hearing and actually engage in some realities. Maybe For that sure. maybe that's where, you know, we have two things. We have our Bible app and our Calm app that we love. You know, that sometimes those things where you're able to step aside and allow God to speak to you in the midst of your storm, you know, and this is where I think that that is scripture in the um, New Testament, in the gospels where Jesus is sleeping in the boat and it's a catastrophe. And the guys, the disciples thought they were going to die. And they're like, come on, Jesus, you're sleeping during our time. Don't you care about us? And he, he literally gets up and just talks to them and said, hey, guys, why are you fearing? You're with me. He's not going to let you die. And I think that's something really spiritual for us to understand is that Jesus is bringing us into a place of saying, do you really trust me? I'm going to walk through with you. You know, and we know this scripture often. We say it often in Proverbs chapter, uh, uh, chapter three, verse five and six is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways and acknowledge him and you'll make your path straight. Well, we say that we flippantly say that so many times, but if we really trust in Jesus, as we're in sometimes the storms, we don't have to see the waves yeah, as a catastrophe. For sure. Maybe we can see the waves as an engine taking us from one place to the next. Exactly. I love that because you know what's funny? It, it makes me stop and define what path straight means to me. Yeah. And you know, I think sometimes for me, as a, as a person who really likes things not to be, <laughs> you know, scary or difficult in general, um, path straight means absolutely no conflict, no danger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like 72 degrees Celsius or uh, Fahrenheit, you know, with the light breeze. That's my world. Um, you know, that's why, you know, I live in Southern California, <laughs> at least for now. Right. But, um, you know, for me, path straight, I, I, I've learned that, that I have to be open to when the Lord is making my path straight. It might take me through um, some, storms. some some mud. Yeah. yeah some diff, some storms, some some maybe warmer days or colder or difficult um, uh, environmental or relational things. And I have to be I have to trust that that path straight means that he's with me and he's, That's right. he's bringing me to where he wants me to be and, and not to catastrophize in that, but to look to him, um, to, to ultimately know that my hope is in him yeah. uh, for sure. And I, and I love how you brought up, you know, that we need to take a little bit of leadership in our life. I think I counted one time in one day I, I had had, uh, 10 or more negative, influences in terms of outside information, just from picking up my phone to look at my text messages, right? Because what you get like some kind of, um, you know, notification or somebody on, on this social media posted some, you know, catastrophizing article, or I just happened to pop on the news. You know, I, I watched my parents get the newspaper out once a day. 
Yeah. And that was it. You know, then you'd fold it up and you'd be good. I mean, I'm looking at it sometimes, you know, 10 or more times or more. a day yeah. and not like actually opening it up, but, but it just being thrown at me. And I thought, wow, you know, no wonder yeah. I'm feeling this way. So I had to take some leadership myself. That's right. To be able to go, well, God, if you're putting me on the straight path, I'm going to trust you on it. I might need to, I might need to, to, you know, look at the distractions That's right. there as well. That's right. Well, I think this is a very practical, um, process and, I know that this applies to everyone listening today, especially in our world that we're all living in. Um, if you're not experiencing this um, in one way or another, uh, you know, you might be living in the middle of nowhere, you know, with mm-hmm. no uh, electronics and, or anything else. And maybe that might be the, <laughs> the answer, but it's not reality. Uh, but in this time, we really want to uh, invite you just to be aware have some self-awareness of where you're at and look at what it's doing. Because I know that as we look at physiological, where we're looking at the physical body apart, it's having a negative impact Mm -hmm. on our physical being, how our physical health is, our mental health is, our spiritual health is. And so it impacts all air and relationally, Mm -hmm. you know, with, when we live in this heightened state, it creates a heightened state in your families as well where your kids start to draw from that as well. And then all of a sudden you have this constant battle. So we, we want to encourage you today is when you feel like you're in that boat and the waves are tossing and turning and, and you feel like you're just out of control, like, oh boy, and you see it as a catastrophe where the ship is going to be going down. Remember this, that Jesus is there. And he's not going to let you drown. And it's not the storm that is going to break the boat in half. Maybe the storm is just a mechanism that God is allowing from taking you from one point to the next. And you just have to be on for the ride with Jesus here. And so now that might minimize that you think in your mind spiritually, but it's not. We have to do this and we cannot do it alone. Yeah, Isolation is the kiss of death, we always say. And so we want to encourage you, don't live life alone. That is where you find yourself a lot of times in a point of catastrophe is when Mm. you feel like you're alone. We do this with others. Yeah, very good. Very good. I agree. And, and you know what, if you are, you know, interested even in looking at some of the things that, that Life Unplugged offers in terms of just getting you out of your um, busyness, you know, we, one of the things that we do as an organization is we get people out of their crazy, hectic, you know, lives. And we offer some opportunities, uh, to sort of unplug, um, and sort of, you know, talk about some of these things with, you know, men, with women, with couples. And it's, it's so amazing. It's great. And, and we obviously, you know, do ongoing, uh, you know, coaching journeys with people and recovery and things like that. But, but I just encourage you, whether it's with us or someone else, it's like unplug, you know, sometimes you just got to unplug. You have to. Well, we want to thank you for joining us here on today's podcast. And you can go onto our website and find more information at livelifeunplugged.org. We have a lot of resources. We have some intensives coming up for this year in 2022 uh, for uh, women, uh, couples, and even men in different parts of California that you can uh, jump onto. Uh, we want to encourage you, uh, you know, where you're at, utilize the resources that are available to you. Uh, 
and we are offering those things through our, our this organization. And we're so grateful for the people that are involved, our board and coaches, and so on and so forth, uh, and those who have financially supported this ministry so that we can do it and do the way we do it. Um, so we want to thank you for being a part of today. And so we're not going to catastrophize anything uh, at this moment. We're going to see for what it is, and we're going to walk forward in peace and connection with God and others. And so we just want to wish you guys a great day and we'll see you next time. If you'd like to hear more from us and our special guests, subscribe to this channel or check us out on our website at www.livelifeunplugged.org or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. This podcast is made possible by the generous partnership of individuals and organizations who have donated to the initiatives of Life Unplugged.